What is up, sheepdogs? Welcome to the new and improved Intuitive Sheepdog Podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. As always, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, the topic today, what we're going to be diving into is anxiety. I want to talk to you all about anxiety. Uh, I think it's a relatable topic for so many people. Um, but I can tell you that being a sheepdog, we experience it deeply. And I think that we need to we need to we need to focus more on that um, and healing it ourselves than we need to pretending like it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? But before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to our podcast sponsor, The Badge Life. If you are not following The Badge Life on Instagram, I have no idea why you're not. You need to. Uh, they just dropped an apparel line and it is fucking bomb. It's cool. And you want to know why it's cool? It's because you can go totally incognito, which is honestly, that's my favorite thing about this line. Um, it's very well made, which is cool. Uh, but it, you know, you have the option to wear, you know, rock thin blue line. They got some awesome thin blue line stuff, but then they also, you can totally just rock badge life. Like, cause what the hell? There's so many different badges, right? So, um, and, and they don't scream thin blue lines. So if you are not following them on Instagram or you can go check out their website, if you do not have Instagram, you can go to uh, thebadgelife.com or you can follow them on Facebook at The Badge Life. <laughs> um, and uh, go check them out. Say, hey, let them know you listen to the podcast and, um, and you will get free shipping by using our code SHEEPDOG. But don't tell anybody because it's just for the intuitive sheepdog listeners. So you're welcome. Okay, so let's dive in. Anxiety. What the hell is anxiety anyways, right? Okay, so I'm going to warn you this podcast, this episode is, um, this is my belief. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed in anything except speaking my motherfucking mind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, but seriously. And so... Um, I'm going to tell you some stories about me. I'm going to tell you my experience. I'm going to tell you my opinion. If it resonates, great. And if it doesn't, it doesn't, okay? Um, if you are experiencing, you know, anxiety at incapacitating levels, and I do suggest you go see your doctor, I will not lie to you. I, in the past, did go see my doctor multiple times, and all they suggested for me was to get on an anti-anxiety medication. Now, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. If you need an anti-anxiety medication, then that is what you need. Um, I'm different. I suffered for a while, refused to take it, but then figured out how to heal my symptoms from within, which is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So I just kind of want to forewarn you, um, you know, that I'm not a therapist or a doctor or a psychiatrist. So, you know, if you're feeling depressed and anxious um, to those levels, please go seek the help that you need. Um, okay, so a little bit about me, right? Um, especially if you're brand new to me. So I've been in law enforcement since I've been 20 years old. When I was 27, I um, injured my back to the point where it took me right out of right out of the job. I can't work full-time patrol. I can't do a lot of things anymore, to be honest with you. And it sucks. Um, about a year and a half, 
later, uh, a police chief called me up and said, Hey, I need, you know, I need you, I need a part-time police officer to work in a community policing and social media capacity. Would you be interested? You know, you'd be able to be a certified law enforcement officer in the state of Maine. Um, but you know, this isn't like going out and working full-time patrol. And I said, hell yeah. Cause I can't. So that's where we're at right now. Um, that's like the high notes. Okay. So when I got injured, I became about couch ridden for like a good year. Um, couldn't do a lot at all. Actually, the only form of exercise I got was, um, PT. So do a little bit of PT. I'd go to the gym a little bit, didn't do a whole lot. I just did what my PT told me to do. Um, and I ran, no, check that. I walked, (laughs) I run now. Um, but I walked a lot. Um, and I faced a lot of anxiety. I faced a lot of depression. Um, before I got hurt, when I was in the job, um, I actually went and saw a counselor because my anxiety was crippling. It was absolutely crippling me. Um, I couldn't, I could not, like Adam, which is my husband, we'd go on vacation and I remember driving through Boston and I thought I was dying of a heart attack. It was, it was the most excruciating thing for me. Um, and it was awful. It was absolutely awful. It was, my tongue was like swelling up. I was getting dry. felt like my throat was closing on me. My heart was pounding. My palms are sweaty. Sometimes it would feel like I was like in a rocket ship. Like it just felt like things were flying past me so fast. It felt like that a lot in the grocery store. Um, and anywhere there was a lot of people, I remember we went on vacation and it was fucking amazing. My cousin scored us these free fucking like third row tickets to go see Orlando Magic. It was amazing. But my freaking anxiety crippled me so much that I only got to experience it like half because I the other half of me was like petrified that I was going to die, that somebody was going to kill us, that like, you know, it was just this, just these crazy feelings because I just... I was so anxiety stricken because nobody taught me. Nobody warned me about that getting into the job and nobody talked about it. Like, but the thing was, was I had a sergeant who's, you know, you know, he was so out of the game that he would not out of the game, but he was so fried. He'd play video games. Most of our shift, you know, I'd have people that I worked with that would stop three to four calls and then cars and then call it good for the rest of the shift because they were fried. You know, I mean, the, the people that I worked with, they were absolutely fried, but nobody would talk about things. Nobody would talk about it. And so I'm like, all right, like something's got to give here because like, I just remember calling my mom all the time and being like, Hey mom, I think, and like, I know like it's kind of funny now, but I'd be like, Hey mom, yeah, I think I'm dying. Um, I love you. <laughs> and she's, and she'd have to talk me through it. And she's like, Autumn, like what's going on? Um, and like, and she's like, no, this, you know, she, help me to understand that, you know, this is a panic attack and that, did you know that a lot of people, cause my mother used to work in a hospital in the ER and my mom told me that a lot of people would suffer such bad panic and anxiety attacks. They would literally go and drive to the hospital and either park in the parking lot or they would, um, or they would just like drive around the hospital because they were so afraid that they were going to die. And because like anxiety can do crazy things to your body, like the, the physical symptoms that you can experience 
are absolutely insane. And I didn't, I didn't know that. I had no idea. I didn't even know what anxiety was until, I mean, and we're talking, like I was like 23, 24 years old. I can tell you that it started when I was, I was working as a deputy in transport. That's when my anxiety started, but I didn't know that it was anxiety. I was so stressed out that what they would do to me, <laughs> well, I did, and I was young and dumb and didn't know any better, as I, this very untrained, hadn't gone to the academy, um, I was working full-time hours, but I was on a part-time capacity, in Maine, you can do that, and um, for so long before you go to the academy. So that's what I was doing, and I was working, um, I was doing some transport, and so transport, if you don't know, it's where you transport inmates from one facility to another, or you sometimes you take them to their appointments, um, or sometimes you take them to court, you do all sorts of things. Well, anyways, they would, they would stick me with like five inmates, five to 10 in a van all by myself. And they would make me drive from one place to the other. And I, geez, I was 20, 21 years old. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Had a black belt. That's nice. But never got into a gunfight, which every cop, when you guys get into fights, when we get into fights, like we're always in a gunfight, right? Because we always have a gun on our hip. And like, I, what, I just was not well-trained. I was, I just remember driving places and these inmates, they would rock the van. They would rock these vans. And so that would try to tip. And I mean, I, I remember, calling like dispatch and like the jail and I'm freaking out. And then they ended up having like a shitload of like correctional officers. Shout out to my correctional officers. Love you guys. <laughs> and they like totally had my back when I pulled these, pulled in with these inmates. I mean, I was literally shitting a brick. I, it was awful. And like, I remember like having to drive from one end of the state, like down to the other, like two, two hours all by myself with tons of like inmates. And it was just dumb and it was unsafe, but I didn't know. And that I didn't know any better. And I just, you know, I wanted to be a cop. I'm sure like a lot of you can relate, right? You just want to be a cop. So you're going to do whatever the hell you got to do. Well, yeah, that was me. And it was unsafe. And I, you know, didn't know any better. Well, anyways, I started, my palms would get so sweaty driving and I didn't understand it because I had never experienced that. And then like things would start messing with me. Like my throat would start to dry up and I'm like, what the hell? And I'd start, it'd start being very hard for me to swallow. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is insane. This is crazy. Like what the fuck, right? And then, um, so you know when you're driving and you know when it's like, let's say you're going down the highway and it's sunny out and there's trees all along the highway. So it kind of looks striped. If you look at the shadows on the, on the road, it kind of looks striped. Well, for normal people, like that doesn't mess with you. But when you're like, when your hypervigilance is fucking over the top and your anxiety is over the top it started tripping me out. I started getting literally tripped out by just driving down the street. Like I felt like I was tripping (laughs) and it was my anxiety. And I don't know the science behind it. All I know is it fucking was scary and it was awful. And, um, yeah. So like, that's like when I started, but I didn't know what it was. And so I didn't handle it. Um, until I was 25 years old. So that's five years of undiagnosed, um, you know, anxiety. And 
I didn't know what to do. I had no idea. I didn't even know what it was. And so I'm, I'm wondering if any of you might be in that same category um, or experience something pretty similar. Um, just kind of shout out, you're not alone. So like, what do you do, right? Like, so the question is, is, okay, like we're experiencing this. What do we do? Well, you know, I went and saw my doctor. I mean, I, I would go see my doctor. I was working overnights, could not sleep. I was not sleeping. I mean, it's just, I was a mess. I was a wreck. Um, overnights are not my friend. You can ask any cop that has ever worked with me by 2 a.m. I'm past the fuck out someplace <laughs> for, I mean, I really, like, it's really not good for me. Never was. Um, that that's extremely unsafe and people could get so mad. I mean, obviously if we had calls and stuff, I'd stay awake, but like, I, it just was, I was so messed up and it just didn't matter. Um, and obviously like lacking sleep and like not having a normal sleep cycle, that fucking your anxiety and depression skyrockets. And that's what I was facing. And so I went and saw my doctor and I'm like, Hey, like, what can you do? And my doctor's cool. He's a DO. Um, and he's fucking awesome. Honestly, probably the best doctor I've ever had ever met. Like I love him. Um, and he was, but he was just like, Autumn, like, all right, like, honestly, all I can do for you is give you an anti-anxiety medication. That's all that I can do. And he gave me a bunch of recommendations. And so I'm going to give those to you. And, and I did them and it changed my life. And I want you to know that it's not something that you just one and done. <laughs> it's not something, it's just one and done. It's something that you do all the time. Um, in fact, so if you are not on my list, so I have an email list. Um, if you are not on it, you're going to want to get on it. You can get it by going to the link right here in this podcast, or you can slide on over to my um, Instagram and you can click on that link and I should have it up. If I don't have it up, it will absolutely be here um, in the in the podcast information. Get on my email list because I um, this week I actually just put together um, an email for my list that contains my anti-anxiety like tool kit. Um, just, you know, some stuff that's really freaking helped me a ton. Um, and I think that, you know, I think everybody should be aware of it and have as many tools as possible. Like I, I have to say like, so I have, um, and we'll talk about this. I'll, I'll make a whole nother podcast about this, but like, so I suffer from really bad digestive issues. Well, a lot of my digestive issues comes from my stress levels and my anxiety comes from my stress levels. And so what I've had to do is I've had to learn how to balance all three. So I literally have a toolbox of like things <laughs> for all three of my, like those are my biggest like problems in my life. <laughs> stress, like stress is like, that's it and managing it. And then, and then, you know, um, a symptom of that is my constipation, <laughs> to be honest, just being real. And, um, and, um, and then my anxiety. And so, which is the, here's the thing, you guys, it's so common for cops. You're either like extremely constipated or like you shit 10 times a day. And I know that because all the officers that I used to work with that had digestive issues, which was 50%, they would always come to my cubby hole or they'd go into my duty bag, which would stay at work. That had all this digestive like stomach stuff. Like I always kept it stocked because that was how we dealt with stress. We didn't deal with it. So we would eat Tums, have Pepto, you know, um, drink, you know, all the things like lemon tea and just stuff like that. Like I remember right out of the, right out of the academy. I didn't even know why, but this was totally me following my gut. 
I would have tea at the beginning of every shift. And it was a way for me to just calm myself down because warm stuff soothes us. So, you know, nice warm tea. Um, coffee, you want to be careful because you're adding caffeine into your body and you need to, you need to gauge where your anxiety is because for me, if I have too much coffee, my anxiety, I'm fucking, I'm freaking out for like the next few hours. Tea doesn't do that to me. Um, I always drink like a lemon and ginger tea or, um, as you will see, I have like this, I found this like stress away tea that works really well. Um, and if you're on my email list, or if you're going to be getting on it, you're going to get that email this week. Um, and you're going to see like what I drink, um, specifically. Um, and so anyways, I, I have these things that I do. W- one thing that I highly recommend, um, and that every sheepdog does is go and get acupuncture. And that is not going to look bad on your insurance. You can, it, in a lot of acupuncturists, so like they'll cut, it'll go under, like it'll go under your insurance. Um, but there's like different places that like you can pay like 30 bucks or 20 bucks. They do like community acupuncture. I'm telling you, do not un- underestimate that. It is, it's Chinese medicine. It's Eastern medicine. So it's not Western, which is our kind. It's very different. But it works on your like um, meridians and your meridians are that's your energy flow. So it's much deeper than anything that you can see. But I did that consistently for months, um, like three times a week for months uh, while I was a police officer experiencing really bad digestive and anxiety issues. And it, it, it healed me. And I still go. I still go to uh, acupuncture because when I stop, I get all fucked right up. And that's the truth. And that's just because you know, it's self-care. And I think that this is the topic of all topics. And like, I will be doing another podcast about it, but we're going to touch on it today is, you know, I think that anxiety and depression, what it is, is anxiety is when you're constantly in the future. And depression is when you're constantly looking back and you're in the past and you're not in your present mind. You're not in your present moment. And, and you know, we don't take a lot of time to be in the present moment. I know when we're on the job, it seems like, you know, from the outside looking in, you're like, oh, you always need to be in the moment. And I'm sitting here telling you no, because you go through a lot of mundane bullshit when you're in the job. It doesn't matter what capacity of the job, whether you're an EMT, firefighter, police officer, dispatcher, correctional officer, probation officer. I mean, it really doesn't matter what capacity, whether you're in the military or not, right? Like there goes, there's a lot of mundane shit that we experience. Um, and so like when you're like, oh, you must always be in the moment. No, we get in the moment on hot calls and stuff, but like, you know, the 90% of bullshit that we deal with day to day, the, you know, just the paperwork pushing the Facebook harassment complaints, the civil complaints and stuff like, no, like you're just, you just don't, especially after you've been doing the job for a while. And my veteran officers listening to me, like you guys are going to get it. And um, rookies, you may not be there yet, but you you will be, and you'll understand. So we have to be very conscious and like about getting and staying into them in the moment, in the moment of what we are doing, um, from moment to moment to moment. Like we need to be in the moment, and that is going to solve our anxiety and depression problems. And every time like you're thinking about your past, just remember, bring yourself back to present. And anytime you're thinking about the future, bring yourself back. Um, 
you know, to the, to, um, the present. So those are really big things for me. Um, and so staying, you know, staying in the moment, going to acupuncture, meditation, um, I can't tell you enough. Meditate, meditate, meditate. I'm going to do a whole podcast on meditating, I think, because it's just, it's huge. Um, journaling, um, getting massages, going and sitting in infrared saunas, taking walks, not runs, but just nice walks just to be with yourself. Go out and touch a tree. Literally, it's so grounding. It's doing all of those things that collectively ongoing in an ongoing basis that's going to help you reduce that stuff and talking to somebody like you you need to have an open outlet where you can just talk and be yourself and i don't think that that happens enough especially in first responders cuz like yeah obviously like, we don't want to talk about everything and to everybody, you know, we just don't, and we don't, who the hell are we going to trust? We don't trust anybody. I get it. Um, but that's why I started the intuitive sheepdog program. We're going to be opening up, um, within the next two weeks, we're going to be, um, opening up. I'm going to have about 20 slots left. I just want you to know 20 slots went in one week. The last time I opened it, it's going to be $55 a month. And I promise you, it is life-changing, but this is the stuff that we talk about. Um, so write that down. Message me if you're interested so I can get you on the waiting list for that, um, the Intuitive Sheepdog program. Um, and, and you know, if you're feeling anxious, if you're, if you're feeling, you know, go back and listen to what I said. Write some stuff down. Meditate journal. Start acupuncture. Start breathing. Start focusing on, on being in the moment. Get on my email list so that you can get my little you might, I've got this like little tool bag I always have for my anxiety. Um, and it's really good stuff. And so that you don't have to live with anxiety anymore. Um, you could start addressing it. And if you don't, if you're not feeling anxious yet, perfect, but start doing this shit now to take care of yourself because I promise as a first responder, you will develop it. It's just, it's, it's, it's the nature of the beast. It's what we do. We, we, deal with so much stress and we see so much stuff and we don't know how to properly process or let it go that this is what happens. Okay. So sheepdog nation, you're still my sheepdog nation, even though I changed the name of my podcast. <laughs> um, I hope this was a beneficial podcast for you. It's really near and dear to my heart, especially because today is national suicide prevention day. And, um, I, I dropped a lot of nuggets, a lot of truth bombs up close and personal with you. Um, so as always, if you have anything that you'd like to say, shoot me a DM on Instagram, shoot me an email. If you haven't rated the podcast yet, please do so. I think we're like 16 people away on iTunes from a hundred ratings. So that would be so cool. If 15 of you were like, you know what, I'm going to help her out. been listening to her for a minute. I like her. She's all right. I'd like to get her up to a hundred. So that would be awesome. And if you haven't already checked out our sponsor, it's the badge life, hit them up on Instagram at the badge life, go to the badge Um, it's badge I believe. And, um, or go right on to, um, Facebook and look them up. All right. Sheepdogs. I will see you next time.